This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. Hello, genius people. Yakko Warner here. The only show we listen to in the Water Tower is the Animaniacast. I bet you can't guess why. Good night, everybody! And welcome, everybody, to another reboot special of the Animaniacast. Does it have a happy ending? It really could pay us. Who do you have in mind for the actors? They're terrible. They can't act. That's bad. They're movie stars. That's good. They're going to want a lot of money. That's bad. But we won't give it to them. That's good. I see an Academy Award in the future. That's good. But not for us. That's bad. Spielberg's going to direct. That's good. But not this picture. That's bad. But we've got Zemeckis. That's good. It's Freddy Zemeckis from Accounting. That's bad. We've cut the budget to the bare bones. That's good. It'll cost $100 million. That's bad. What would you say if I stopped talking? That's good. What if we just start singing? That's bad. And welcome, everybody, once again to the Animaniacast. We are the only podcast out there that's dedicated to the animated series, Animaniacs, as well as the other shows in the Rugerverse, such as Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, Pinky in the Brain. And what we do here is we talk about every episode of those series, talk about all the cultural references and gags, and of course, in the end, we give each episode a Water Tower rating. But today, we got reboot news. Ooh. I am Joey, and joining me once again is my brother, Nathan. Publicly, the studio has disavowed any knowledge of us to this very day. <laughs> and across the country, in Georgia, it's Kelly. Boingy, boingy, boingy. <laughs> well, yes, we've got reboot news. Woo. Uh, and it's exciting. A few weeks ago, we had some reboot news, and we had a special episode. And this is going to be another special episode because it's kind of in reaction to our previous episode. Oh. <laughs> so, Nathan, before we get started, I think we better hit us with the Animaniacs reboot news theme song. It's the Animaniacs reboot theme song. And it goes like this. This is how it went last time, I remember. Wow, that was per- perfect. Um. <laughs> yeah, that is not the new theme song of Animaniacs. What? No, but that's a good theme I mean, song. It should be. It should. I mean, that's it's just as good, if not better. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Of it. Uh, <laughs> but wonderful news intro right there, Nathan. Thank you so I... much. Uh, yes. Let's go back. Let's take a step back and talk about a few weeks ago. We had a, a report, uh, and we actually saw some footage, or at least test footage of. The uh, Animaniacs uh, new series, uh, which is apparently still coming out this fall. Yeah, Um, they haven't said otherwise yet. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's uh, they've they've been putting out announcements for San Diego Comic-Con at home and Warner Brothers has not and Hulu have both not said anything about Animaniacs anything. Yeah, which makes me think it might not come out this year. At this yeah. point, at this point, if they're not going to have a panel at San Diego Comic Con of or some announcement, when it's supposed to come out in 
two months <laughs> apparently like yeah in august or september or or whatever it's kind of like um okay something something's not happening and so i would not be surprised if if the announcement we get might be here's the poster and uh, we're also going to premiere in february of 2021 or, or due to covid like uh delays or something. right yeah. they'll they'll probably say it's due to covid but and there could be some delay, like with music, like we're, I was talking to Kelly with this, like we we're saying how if they're still recording orchestra, like live orchestras, that would be harder to do. In yeah. Person. And I've tried to get some confirmation whether or not they're doing the uh, orchestrations kind of virtual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've not uh, heard anything uh, about that. I know that they had started the orchestrations for the reboot. Uh, but obviously that was all put on hold. And so that could be, you know, the sticking point because it's, if you're really looking for an orchestra, imagine John Williams doing like conducting an orchestra on <laughs> Zoom. Zoom. He can do it. <laughs> he can do it. If anybody and he can will do, do it, it well. Okay. <laughs> well, in that case, John Williams can do it, but almost no, nobody else in the universe, I'm sure, would be a very <laughs> hard task, at least, to do that. So, well, it's better that if they, I mean, obviously you can. We've seen people do videos with different instruments, usually the same person, different instruments, all you know, and it sounds great. But it's much better if you can just wait and and put out the best quality product that you actually can before releasing a new show. I think is probably what they'll do. Yeah, all in the same room together and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, so rather than risk poor quality audio or, or something. Yeah. So when it comes to that kind of the music stuff, we we haven't really heard anything. What we have heard, though, from our sources beforehand, though, was the fact that this show was having some trouble. Uh, and we the reboot footage that we saw, even though it may have come from an, an animation company that did not get the job, uh, the scene itself that we saw the unfinished few minutes mm. of the scene that we saw wasn't the funniest. Uh, yeah. But again, it was out of context too. Like we didn't know what, what happened before the scene or after the scene. Like, yes, uh, it didn't really make any of us really you know, laugh or anything like that. But then again, it is like, you know, no sound effects, no music. So very unfinished. So who knows what it would look like in the end. Um, but then adding to that would be our, you know, previous information from sources saying there was trouble uh, with the reboot going on. And in response to that, we have some more information from some sources that um, are basically to kind of give us the opposite (laughs) viewpoint of what's going on behind the scenes. So what we're going to do right now is I'm going to go ahead and read some of the information or kind of summarize at least some of it. And then we'll take some time to kind of give our own thoughts on what we think about it. So I can't say whether or not these people are from the animation department, uh, which are like hundreds of people, or from the writing department, or from the music department, or from whatever. But uh, I'm just going to go ahead and go over some of this information, and then we'll we'll discuss it. So first of all, let's talk about, we talked about the executives, uh, kind of mismanaging stuff is one of the things that we had gotten the impression from uh in our last episode and but not spielberg not spielberg 
<laughs> but uh, this is uh, the first little information right here from the source. It says, uh, whatever you're hearing about Willesley that's negative, uh, Willesley Wild, uh, is BS, and it's motivated by external factors. He is dedicated to the show. His two young kids love it, and he is making it for them as much as anything. And he is committed to honoring the original while making something new and engaging for audiences audiences of today. He's whip smart, he's kind, passionate, and compassionate, and the best showrunner you could ask for. Um, I'm not defending him for any other reason than it boils my blood to hear unfounded criticisms, especially we, when he and the rest of us are working so hard to make this show great. And it hasn't even come out yet. And the source goes on to kind of say, like, it's we're they're in a difficult position because it's this enormous beast of a show that they're trying to put together where people can have differing views on how to get to the best version of the show that they want. You have Leslie, you have Spielberg, Warner brothers, Amblin, just to name a few of them. And of course the audience as well, they're trying to think I'm sure of the audience as well. That's going to be viewing it. Uh, and really what this source was talking about when it came, came to the, uh, the information that we were talking about before of kind of trouble behind the scenes was they speculated that the people that were telling us this were simply disgruntled employees that were let go. And they didn't really get into the the specific internal stuff of what, you know, they mean by that. But uh, yeah, that's, that's basically what I said. So I'm going to pause right there. What did you, uh, Nathan, Kelly, what did you guys think when you were hearing uh, this information? Cause this really kind of, goes right against uh, the the previous information that we heard. Um, well, it's it's comforting. Um, I guess we should point out that well, Leslie Wilde is the, the new showrunner. I don't know, in case there's someone just listening to this podcast. Yes. Uh, and he, he's known for doing like Family Guy kind of projects uh, before this. But, right. He had done uh, um, the movies Ted and Ted 2. And uh, worked on Family a, Guy for a while. A Thousand Ways to Die in the West or something. Yes. I think he was part of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, it is, it's nice to hear that um, he might not be bad. You know, he actually might like uh, Animaniacs and everything. So it's like, oh, okay. That's like, I don't know. It's comforting. It's Yeah. <laughs> because, we, because, you know, we hadn't really mentioned Will Leslie's name um specifically but mm -hmm. we had heard some things that were negative about leslie wild but it's yeah. nice to see that the people that are at least working with him right now really like him uh kelly what, what do you have to say i think it's uh great to have a um alternative opinion uh, and view of of what we've we've heard before i mean we're not here to like blast the new show or spew negativity or anything like that it's just we just go by what we know and what what information we have and there's no official channels releasing information right now so um we're just keeping y'all up to date on, on what we hear so it's it's great to have uh some some new information that's that is more positive and upbeat and that people are involved who actually care about the show and care about what we uh, not just the animating cast, but 
you know, we as audience members think of it. Um, they they want to put out, like I was saying earlier, the best product. And uh, so, yeah, it makes me a little bit more excited. Yeah, I would be really, uh, really scared if I continued to hear. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that's true. And also, I got more stories for you from more and more sources, like then I would really be scared. But this was, I think, encouraging to mm-hmm. to hear some stuff. Because like Kelly, like you mentioned, we are we're going to watch the reboot. And, you know, our personal opinions aside from, you know, not seeing original writers and stuff like that on the show, like we, you know, had wanted. Uh, we still want the show to to be good. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think anybody who uh, is a, really a fan of something wants something to be terrible. Yeah, um, and especially if we're like we're going to have to watch every episode. <laughs> so that's, like, that's true. We might as well like we want to enjoy it as much as possible, even while we're watching it. Like, yeah, we're that, sort that, of committed to it. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of that's that is very true. So yeah, <laughs> boy, wouldn't that be terrible? But um, <laughs> another terrible episode of Animaniacs. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Well, nobody wants to listen to that. <laughs> no, it's like oh, this is an animani cast where they just kind of groan, and that'd be fun. Well, let's get into some of the uh, uh, just kind of general things about the show as well. Um, so apparently, the first season does have its ups and downs. Uh, the pilot episode is supposed to be very good, uh, and we've been told that fans will love it. Uh, however, there are episodes in the first season that are better than others. Some are great, some not so great. So when you say it has its ups and downs, are you talking about like the episode ups and downs? Uh, or... Chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks and chopsticks, chop, chop. Enough is the chopsticks! No more chopsticks! <laughs> Hopefully something as good as that it comes in the first season, but we have not heard... <laughs> Okay. that um but we that have would heard, be amazing that would be that would be uh, like oh man this show's really got it i'm not obsessed with that episode or they're just they just re-air that episode it has yes. its ups and downs <laughs> oh, i yes. would watch it i would watch it <laughs> so and everybody who ever gets on an elevator with me will love it <laughs> they enjoy it so much now yeah kelly not again <laughs> <laughs> uh so you know the, the when you think about it, though, even the classic series Animaniacs, I mean, there weren't stuff, when, even in an episode we'd watch, it's not like hippos. every... The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The hip, hippos <laughs> would come on. You, you'd have, you've had some segments that'd be, wow, this is really great. And then it would dive down. Or you'd have mm-hmm. an episode that we'd give five water towers to, like, this is amazing. And then and one or two down the line, and it would be like, oh, this is a one and a half or a two. Or yeah, a two I think and there was some that we all gave like, Two water towers. To. Wow. You know, do, do you have a do you have one off the top of your head that was uh, that was just awful that we all hated, Nathan? For example, um, I I think with three you get egg roll. I think we did not like that episode. Yeah, that one was. Is that what it was called, or was it with two was, you get egg roll? With three you would get egg roll. I think is okay. one. Of, it was it was it was a good feathers uh, episode. Yeah, and, other and I think the other mermaid uh, segment Mindy. in it was also we didn't particularly like so we all gave it pretty low <laughs> yeah so i mean every every series has its downs and you know apparently the pinky the brain segments in the reboot are all like golden they're all Which fantastic pretty much how the original series was like there wasn't like really a bad animaniac or a bad uh, pinky in the brain segment. Really. Yeah. Which I that mean, made me, that made me very happy. And you know, the sources are saying that 
the original voice cast is just phenomenal. They're all doing a fantastic job. So that's very good to hear, too. I mean, the thing is, the people that are working on the show, whether they're in animation or they're in writing, these are all they were all kids at the time when the original series was out. So it it's it must be like a huge kick to just hear Yakko, Wacko, and Dot saying the words that you've written or hearing them say, you know, new stuff and you're the person animating it or storyboarding it or, or whatever. Or, or have Spielberg give feedback. <laughs> oh, and we have some information about Spielberg here too, in just a moment too. So that's, that's fun. Um, let's talk about music. So on the musical side of things, uh, we have another source with some information. There is a new sort of intro song with apparently an amazing uh, animated sequence behind it. Uh, it says the intro is the same song with some new lyrics and amazing new animated sequence. Uh, so that's that'll be interesting to see how that... Uh, so the same tune with new lyrics. Uh, who knows whether that's just, you know, no Bill Clinton on the sax or something Yeah, they like say that. no Trump on the sax. <laughs> when you say amazing animated sequence, my mind goes back to, because a friend of mine posted on Twitter earlier today, the um, theme intro song and video to uh, Mask. <laughs> that is an amazing intro animation. Oh, you, with, with, with uh, are you talking about with Rob Paulson and everything? No, 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 no. Uh, Matt Tracker. <sighs> Mobile Armored Strike Command. Yes. With the action, Nathan has no idea what we're talking Mask about. Crusaders that was, yeah, they were little toys and they put masks on their And that had one of the best intro video songs, 80s awesomeness, <laughs> synthesizer goodness ever. So, so if, so there you go. So it can either be Animaniacs theme song or the mask intro theme song. Kelly's happy with either one of those. It can sound like either (laughs) one. Those are the bars that I set. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, But apparently the music, the songs uh, are really fantastic. Uh, It says that uh, the notes here say, I can absolutely assure you that music is extremely important to the show and enormous time and energy is dedicated to it. We have some incredibly talented new composers and musicians involved, and I can already tell you some of these songs will be instant classics. So, and of course, we know Randy Rogel is working. He's one of the folks working on the uh, the reboot mu- music. So that's exciting. But if they don't teach the uh, next the next generation of uh, all the countries of the world, I mean, what good are they, right? <laughs> exactly. We do need some. We need that bar need, set high. Yeah, very true. Uh, who knows? And and gosh, what a song for Randy to be to his first out the gate and like I'm the most to memorize no- more songs. <laughs> The most notable song is the first one uh, in some regards. I mean, he's made so many fantastic ones, but he had like a home run out the gate, which. Well, that's the one they showed is like, like clips in, Mm -hmm. you know, for commercials. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what is this show? I mean, like I'd seen commercials for it, but I was like, I actually need to watch it. At that age, I wasn't the biggest cartoon watcher in the world, but I watched tiny tunes, but. Hopefully in the trailer, whenever that comes out, eventually we'll actually get a little sample of them singing some music. Mm-hmm. I would think I would I hope would, so. I would love to see them <laughs> singing something. Yeah, um, 
I would love to see something. Yeah, I'd love to see <laughs> something. Uh, <laughs> and uh, speaking of seeing something, we've talked a little bit about um, the characters uh, and the character that we saw on the poster that is hanging in the Warner Brothers animation studio, apparently probably still to this day, but has not been released officially uh, with a high definition scan, just from some people who happen to just take a picture while waiting in the lobby. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) So we get these blurry pictures of an Animaniacs reboot poster. There was somebody on top of the tower. It was like purple. Somebody, guy, yeah, a know, guy, yeah. some guy or girl, or it was really hard to tell. It was a figure. Yeah. <laughs> it, was per- it was kind of purplish. Yeah, uh. we were saying. And so I did ask whether or not that was one of the new characters that we'd be seeing in the show. And I was told that that is a character that is only in one episode and is not a reoccurring character, which it makes- kind of weird to put the person character thing on the poster then. Thank you. I thought the same thing on top of the tower. Yeah. Maybe it's a very funny cartoon. It better be a very funny episode. I mean, like, do we know how many episodes are going to be in each season? Because like, I will. And I'm going completely off of 10. I'm going completely off of memory right here. But I want to say, I want to say there was 26 in all, which is 13 per season. each. I think, but again, I might be, I might be a little bit off. The ratio of, you know, one out of 26 episodes, there's probably characters like that in the original series that are, you know, in the theme song. Right. <laughs> well, like they're only in like yeah. one out of every 26 episodes. Yeah. Well, uh, classic characters, however, um, uh, we have been, re- you know, confirmed that they are not returning in any sizable manner. Yeah, there may be um, cameos, right? Maybe. maybe. Or maybe, speaking, maybe. Or just referring to them. Like, yeah. This is where they went. Like, maybe we'll hear what happened to Slappy. Like, she moved off to, you know, Florida or something I like that so. to retire. <laughs> I don't know. But um, at, at any rate, it, there's a possibility. I mean, we know that Freakazoid by Paul Rugg is probably going to make a, a quick cameo. He has done his little, you know hinting on Instagram that he's doing that. Yeah. And that may be not till season two though, even so exactly. But also Rob Paulson said in a recent interview that Maurice LaMarche is great. And he does, he does the voice of, uh, you know, the brain and squit. And some people were saying, wait, squit. I thought the good feathers weren't appearing. And maybe this is one of those cases where the good feathers do make a cameo, but or at least one good feather does. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Squid says, hey, guys, I got to go. Have you seen Pesto? <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen my buddies? <laughs> Bye. And the, and then leaves. Um, but I think the, the main thing that I heard from new characters are characters not returning. We did, we did hear that uh, Dr. Scratch and Sniff is returning. Um, and that I think – and Ralph the Guard is coming back, uh, which we saw Ralph on the poster. Uh, mm-hmm. He looked a little bit different, but he we could tell it was Ralph. Um, but the person that's definitely not returning is hello nurse. Um, it says that some, some of the older characters, uh, simply wouldn't work modernized and hello nurse is a prime example, uh, which I understand, but at the same time, I'm also disappointed at, especially because as, as much as it's inappropriate and real life setting to go see somebody cute, whether that's a boy or a girl. Cause of course dot said it's a 
boys and the Warners, you know, Yakko and Wacko said it to girls saying hello nurse to somebody is incredibly inappropriate. Unless it's their name. Unless it's yeah, their name. I, w- I, I mean, not that I'm the biggest fan of hello nurse anyway, but if I wanted to put her in the show, I, I draw her differently um, for one thing, mm-hmm. but then I'd have her, you know, they maybe the the Warner siblings would enter the room or something and be like, hello, nurse. And then she'd correct them like real quick and be like, well, no, that's doctor, whatever. And um, that would modernize it real quick. Doctor, hello, nurse. No, not doctor, hello, nurse. Like give her an actual name. It's such a catchphrase, though, for the show. It's just kind of a a weird situation because everyone knows hello, nurse. In fact, I watched I watched an episode of uh, The Floor is Lava on Netflix (laughs) And there was like an episode where it was like doctors versus nurses and the, it was the nurses turn to go throughout the lava thing. And the host said, hello, nurses. Oh, wow. And I was just like, that's such a cool little reference. And it's. Well, that would be a, my way would be a nod to it without being offensive. Yeah. But it's just. Or at least, you know, the characters might be offensive. But Warner Brothers is still putting it on merchandise to this day. Like, they'll have every now and then, like, official t-shirts and stuff like that that say, hello, nurse, and hello, nurse is on it and and everything. So it's just kind of. It's such a. Well, it's true. Chicken booze on shirts, too. Yes, that's true. Well, (laughs) and we probably won't. Well, I hope chicken booze back. But again, I wouldn't put money on it. And especially, like, Minerva Mink, I think, is. No. Yeah. That's okay. Hip hippos, Minerva Mink. Like, I don't think That's anyone, okay. I don't even know if they'll do a cameo. <laughs> no, I don't know. Hey, everybody. Just a quick uh, additional note post recording with Nathan and Kelly. Uh, there was also a report <laughs> that Terry Crews, of all people, would be voicing uh, Ralph. Uh, that is not true. Uh, Frank Welker is uh, still voicing. Ralph is, uh, yeah, as everyone would suspect. Uh, another quick thing, Rita and Runt do not appear in the reboot, it looks like. And one more thing, there is a new CEO on the Warner Brothers lot. Uh, who knows if Thaddeus Plots will make an appearance or not, but we do know that a Latina woman is now CEO of Warner Brothers. So we shall see whether or not uh, the Warners get along with her. Now back to the previously recorded part. All right. Well, anyway, so they do have some new, uh, uh, new characters and we'll just have to see, hopefully that those new characters are fantastic. Uh, all right. So, uh, let's go ahead and get into, uh, I guess Spielberg's, uh, involvement. Uh, cause we did ask about, um, to some of our sources, like, Hey, we heard that, Spielberg has this cleanup crew or backup crew doing additional animation for stuff that he doesn't like. And this is what we were told about Spielberg's involvement. It says he reads every script and he watches every animatic. He is deeply involved. But we, what we've heard isn't quite right. Uh, it turns out that he was, when they were really getting into Animaniacs, he was busy working on West Side Story. It's a very similar th- thing that was going on with him working on Jurassic Park and Schindler's he List. He works on multiple projects. Exactly. He's super he's, busy. He's a, he's a great juggler when it comes to this stuff. Well, at any rate, he was just wrapping up West Side Story, and then he when he came back from working on that, he had a bunch of notes on uh, that all had to happen at once. So a support team of animators was hired to help get it done. And the issue on this was time, not quality. 
and he absolutely loves the second season. From what we've been told in these in these you know this information is that again the first season has some episodes that aren't so great, but that the second season is fantastic. Well, I mean, just go back and look at Buffy the Vampire Slayer season one and compare it to season two. <laughs> it's like night and day. The budget was so much more on season two. And um, the first season only had, thir- I think, 13 episodes. And then the second, you know, they got the full um, order for a full season. So uh, sometimes the, the first season is when it's kind of trying to find its footing. A lot of shows do have that problem. Seinfeld, I know, had some problems when we would watch reruns of Seinfeld going, oh, gosh, this is one of the first episodes. Don't watch it. It's really bad. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to go back and watch pilots. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's looking over my looking over the information. Let me just see if there's anything else. I, I'll just kind of put this little last um, conclusion statement from the folks here. Um, it says, none of us are trying to make something that's mediocre. We take the charge of protecting and growing the show very, very seriously. How well we do with it is all up to you to judge. But will Leslie and all of us know just how big the shoulders we're standing on are? For me, it's a labor of love. And uh, so this is something that, you know, I think we do need to, as we're going forward, those in the fan community do need to take a step back and, and give the show a chance and, to view it with a fair mind. Uh, that's what we're going to try to do. And uh, I don't know. What, what are you, what are some of your no, closing No, thoughts? I'm going to judge it harshly before I ever see it. Oh, good. Yeah. No, that's exactly the way Kelly is. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's being facetious. I've um, had, I, I was telling uh, Nathan and Joey, I've had too much caffeine today. <laughs> Well, Nathan, what are your what are your uh, closing thoughts? Um, I think I'll still keep my expectations in check because I don't want to get disappointed. So I'm still like, you know, um, and I'll just try to enjoy it as much as I can while I'm watching it. And yeah, I won't. I don't want to have overly high expectations because I know it, every episode won't be perfect. But I'm sure um, I'm hoping to laugh a couple times. While I watch it. That's a good goal for any comedy show. I think is. <laughs> yeah. if, if it can make me laugh, then then that's like the deciding factor. Because y'all know I don't laugh at like just everything. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've been watching y'all so many Freakazoid episodes. Funny that I don't find funny. <laughs> yeah, we'll watch Freakazoid episodes and we're like, oh, hilarious, Kelly. Man. No. no. <laughs> okay, there's going to be an episode of Freakazoid that's coming out in two episodes that i know you're gonna love kelly it's gonna be so in a, a month or so when we get to that, like in a month yeah i was like sp- uh, it is very spielberg it's gonna be like two months Why haven't we right? done that oh that's right because we're doing them in order well yeah. we're doing them randomly but in order, yeah, in order. <laughs> <laughs> yes so we'll get to, I that get to choose which month. episode we do each week so right you just choose them in order yeah okay. <laughs> well that'll do it for today's little animaniacs reboot stuff so you know if you uh, have any thoughts about the reboot, uh, feel free to share it with us. Uh, you can email us, uh, animaniacast at retrozap.com, uh, or, or you can go over to our Discord channel. That's discord.animaniacast.com. That takes you over to the RetroZap group. We're a proud member of the RetroZap podcast community, and you can talk to us over there. And you can, you know, whether, your thought, whether you work for the, the Animaniacs reboot or not, we'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> 
But especially if you do work on the Animaniacs reboot, <laughs> you have yeah. to say. Uh, Spielberg, if you're listening. Uh, yes. we. Uh, which we heard he is listening. Yes. But, no, we didn't. Well, oh. I think it's, it's it, should we just come out and say that Spielberg was our source? It's, it, okay. Yeah. No. It was Steven, Steven. Spielberg. Yeah, you can just come much. on next time. You don't have don't, to. Don't play me like that. You don't have to give us anonymous tell emails. Kelly because Kelly was. <laughs> Would... I'm giving you dirty looks right now. <laughs> Y'all can see, but the audience can't. No. <laughs> well, at any rate, let's go ahead and get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people get in contact with you? Oh, Joey, I'm on Twitter, JangoFT. That's me. And Kelly, what about you? Mr. Spielberg. You can reach me at Kelly at BigShinyRobot.com. And I'm also on Twitter, Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S. Okay, and as for the Animaniacast, we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And uh, who knows what else, a bunch of other stuff. Of course, you could always email us, Animaniacast at RetroZap.com. Speaking of RetroZap, subscribe to the RetroZap podcast feed. That way you can get every single podcast delivered straight to your device, including this one, for free. Ooh. All right, that'll do it for this episode. So, for... Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated.